I'll make this an interesting topic. No, it's not movies, but it is music. Um, a friend of mine invited me to the Guns N' Roses concert at Ford Field in Detroit. And here's the thing about this. Free tickets. I got free tickets. So I went in there thinking, man, what, how unbelievable is this? I, uh, Stumbled on the free tickets for Guns N' Roses. I grew up with Guns N' Roses and listening to Appetite for Destruction and Use Your Illusions 1 and 2. Spaghetti Incident and all that stuff. And, and uh, I'm thinking, well, how good could this really be? Since I don't even know if they're all together. I think it's just, I think Axel has been carrying the name Guns N' Roses and he's got another band playing with him. So that's what I, my whole thinking was uh, going in. And... Uh, I'm like, okay, I'll go, I'll keep it open, and at least it'll be interesting to see Axel again. And so, or for the first time. And so we, we go, we go, we, uh, you know, we agree, my, my buddy uh, and I, we, we, we drive down, and um, we find parking, 30 bucks, we split the parking up. And this whole city is packed. Every restaurant, every bar we go to, packed. Tons of people on the streets. Beautiful day, right next to Comerica Park and the giant tiger statues. We get to Sherry's Chili, which he was raving about, and we get all the way to the top floor, about four or five floors, and about all the way up there, there's a guy with uh, shades on, and he's got the beard, and he's like, all right, man. He's like, take it to the top, man. Take it to the top. And he's like, <laughs> And I'm like, over the top, Dad. <laughs> and uh, my buddy's like, oh yeah, yeah, buddy, okay, whatever. And then the guy looks at me like, I go, yeah, don't, don't, don't touch me. Uh, just, um, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, man. And then we go, yeah, he was pretty stoned or something. So we get to the top, and it's just us, and there's a whole bunch of little groups. You know how that goes, groups of two or three, just talking to themselves. And you know, I never need drinks to have a good time. Most, you know, I uh, especially at a concerts, I'm not a big drinker. At concerts, for one, the drinks are usually overpriced, and two, I, I don't, I just don't eat it. I can do it after or before the show. But we're looking down at Detroit, and it's been a while for me. It's been about probably about eight years since I've been in the heart of Detroit like that downtown, and overlooking Tiger Stadium and, and the intersection and the, and the buildings and and Ford Field and and like just it was it was a nice sight, and. Um, well, another uh, my friend, uh, my other friend there. Uh, we were we we ended up meeting in a park in the parking garage and waiting for the the show to start. And um, there was just mobs of people outside and uh, just waiting to go in. But uh, I tell you, they uh, we had heard that there was three acts: a DJ who Renee was was nameless for some reason. Alice in Chains is opening, and uh, DNR goes on at 11.30. Unbelievable. Like, 11.30, he goes on. I'm like, wow, that's just, we were all flabbergasted. So, you know, on the way there, we were late because uh, 
my buddy wanted to go to the bathroom, and we were thinking, well, there's another act before Guns N' Roses goes on. And uh, so he goes to the bathroom. Meanwhile, I hear cheering, people going crazy. It's Axel. He made his way up to the stage. And I'm thinking, dang it, we're missing it. And he's doing a whole medley of, uh, I think Crazy was one of them. But one of them, after, uh, definitely one after that was uh, uh, Mr. Brownstone, and uh, which I thought was ironic since uh, my buddy had an appointment with uh, Dr. Brown in the bathroom probably because he was taking so long. But <laughs> so <laughs> we're running to get back on stage. Axel's there, and he's finishing his medley of like three songs. Um like I said, Crazy was one of them, and Mr. Brownstone was another. And we get there, we finally find our seats, and it's like straight on. It's straight on, but it's the second level, so they're pretty small. But what saved it was the Jumbotron. You could see the big screen in the middle with the graphics. It's GNR, the, the two guns, and the roses, and the, the, the screens on left, the left and right side of those with the close-ups of uh, Slash and uh, and his band, but this is the humdinger, folks. This is what got me, was that um, I had no idea that Slash was back in Guns N' Roses. I had no idea. This one went went right over my head because um. They had broken up so many times over the years. And the last thing I heard is that Axel decided to keep the name Guns N' Roses and play with new members in the band. So this was even more mind-blowing for me. I thought this was just going to be Axel with a, another band, and it'll sound good, but it's not going to be the original sound. It was pretty much the original sound. Duff was there uh, on, on the backup. Uh, guitar um the only thing i noticed that was different and uh some people might call me out on this and you're welcome to was the uh the drummer the drummer was a new guy um i it's uh he's he's uh he had like um short hair he's black he was a black guy and he had this awesome detroit shirt black detroit shirt on and he was an amazing drummer he hit every Every beat. Um, he really did. And uh, he was just on the money. He was awesome. I wish I knew his name. I'll have to look it up. But he's a great new uh, member. They had a female uh, keyboardist. Female key keyboardist with like long uh, purple hair. Uh, I forgot her name. But she was excellent. I mean, I, there really wasn't a weak link in the group. Um, so the new members that they had were, were on the money, really good. Um, it was cool to see Duff. Uh, that was kind of neat. And um, he was in good shape, I guess. I, the man tells, you know, he says he does a 1,000 push-ups when he goes to work out. But, okay, <laughs> 500, 1,000, whatever. But uh, um, anyway, um, they all looked in pretty darn good shape. Uh, Axel looked fine like he'd he looked a bit older he had a little bit of a belly uh which is kind of normal for the age but 
his face looked fine. I, you know, people were talking about plastic surgery. I sure as heck didn't notice it. Um, you know, his hair is long, but not further down past his shoulders. I mean, he was up and he was rocking, man. He came out a few times with his, uh, his, uh, trademark, uh, flannel shirt around the hips. And he came out with this black, uh, kind of like a black, uh, leather hat, uh, which is cool. And, um, and he came out with a cowboy hat later on. He switched his, uh, his headgear up. And uh, he was, I tell you, he hit the ground running. He was just, he was fired up. And I think that fed into the the audience of, like, just getting fired up back and forth. We were all just, we loved that he was giving it his all. So, I, man, I was giving it, I was just clapping. I was, like, standing up, really getting into it, singing along. I couldn't help I couldn't help to sing along. I mean, I try not to sing along when I'm at concerts because, like, you know, you're 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 paying to hear the guy <laughs> sing, not yourself. And I'm, people don't want to hear you, but man, you just can't help it sometimes. And all their songs are hits. Well, most of them, and even the ones that weren't hits, were still very likable and uh, and good uh, B-side songs that were still enjoyable. I mean, Civil War. I, I still really love Civil War. That was and it was great when he went into it. Um, yeah, he all the passion was there, a hundred and ten percent. And especially, I mean, he started singing Civil War. My hands are tied. I totally screwed up the lyrics to that, but man, I was totally getting into it. I mean, he got on the piano. I mean, the, one of the best parts is when he sat down and played on the piano for Don't Cry. It was so awesome. I mean, he, he really showed, he showed off what, you know, his talents uh, completely. And then the background had like, um, like when they played uh, You Could Be Mine, which was one of my favorites because the Terminator 2. Uh, you could see some skeletons on the Jumbotron that looked metal. So it reminded me of the endoskeletons and uh, ter Terminator 2. And, uh, man, that was just great when he played. I was just pumping my fists and everything. Meanwhile, I'm looking around at everybody, and there's a whole bunch of people kind of sitting down, taking it all in. Like, no, this is one, this is a band. This is a band, as opposed to Uncle Cracker, which... You know, Uncle Cracker has his fans, and he gives, he gives on, he puts a good show on. But I can't get into Uncle Cracker like I can get into Guns N' Roses. I mean, the guy just doesn't have the songs like GNR does that make you want to stand up and, you know, and kind of get into it and dance or dance around or pump the fist or do something. Um. So yeah, uh, there I was looking around, and a lot of people in our uh, section was sitting. We're sitting, and there's a lot of people getting up and uh, walking to the center. There must have been, I counted it, probably every five or ten minutes there was someone going back and forth in front of us. That was annoying. Like, one of the guys, I had to stop him because this is a historic show. This is pop culture history in the making, folks. And I had to stop this guy that was kept walking back and forth in front of us and go, how can you leave right now? 
this is like a historic moment in our pop culture. Like, how? Why would you even keep leaving like this? I stopped someone I didn't know and I told him that. It was that awesome. So, anyway, uh, you uh, live and let die. He had the there's the Bond scope in the background on the jumbotron, uh, which was fantastic. So it looked like there's a Bond movie going on and. Um, it just kept feeding itself. And, uh, you know, Axel would make a little joke here and there, and he would say, like, ah, fuck you, Axel. <laughs> fuck you, Axel. Like, he'd kind of make fun of himself a little bit and his ego, which was which cool. It was cool. There was definitely any reservations I had about him and all the stories I heard about him acting up or not performing, they were out the window, totally out the window. I mean, Axel went up to... Uh, slash during one of his solos and he put his uh arm on the guy's shoulder and he was just no nah, I, I think they're all happy and slash was happy that axel axel was performing at his best so they they were both happy that it was just feeding off each other and it was like old times i could tell and uh you know they all had the detroit shirts on it was, it was awesome once in a while axel would be like so what do you think about that detroit <laughs> you know and he's like that's fucking good and they like really got into it they, you know um i tell you i nothing i haven't had a feeling of of being happy in the moment like that in quite a long time um a free concert i would have paid for it but man i was happy i was happy i went um just i'm glad to be alive at that moment and into witness them singing their original uh songs that are just so um uh i mean for the for their day i mean they were different from any other metal band uh rock group and uh so yeah um there's something about there's something about watching a band perform at its best, at its best to um, really invigorate you and really uh, re-inspire you and your creativity. It's like, man, they're doing it. They got together against all the odds, and they're back, and they're still performing and putting it out. I think they might even put a new song in there somewhere. It sounded awesome, um, and I hope I hear. I hope they put a new album out or some, even just a few songs, because I'm totally game. I can't wait to hear that. Uh, you know, and all the stories and the Chinese democracy that Axel went through, and and you kept thinking, well, this is, you know, it took him forever to put that album out. Is I don't know. Can the guy get it together as far as the consistency, the consistency again? And 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 now that you know, I've heard about he's touring with ACDC. I don't know if he's doing it currently, but man, I don't know how the man can do both bands. Because I was thinking, as Axel was screaming, like he can still bring it. Like at the end of "You Could Be Mine," he could still be like. He could still go, you could be mine. Like, he could still do it. Um, I was just so inspired to see them singing the original hits. 
um, I was just so energized. It was such a great. My only only regret was not buying a T-shirt, a Guns N' Roses T-shirt with the Detroit on it, of the tour, which I still might order if I can. I don't know, but uh, man, what an amazing concert! Really was. Um, I'm just trying to think what else I could say about it, uh, besides it being uh, going beyond just a great concert and reinvigorating me and, and making me happy to be alive at that moment, experiencing that. Um, I was happy. I was happy they're back together. I was just, uh, yeah, the old memories were just reawoken from everything I was going through or experiencing when they when they hit it big with their songs and it's just great to have that original edgy sound back you know that a lot of bands most bands are missing these days i mean i think part of the magic of guns rosen is, is their uh their sound um they just weren't quite like any other metal band at the time uh a rock band. Um, man, I, I'm, I'm trying to think what else I could put on this. As uh, and after that, it's just like reinvigorated. I'm like, just like, yeah, don't don't give up on what on your dreams and just don't and just uh, yeah, just uh, reinvest in yourself and don't give up on your talent. You know. Um, but on kind of a bad note, I, I hate to end this on a bad note, but, uh, a friend of mine did get, uh, in a fight afterwards, uh, by a woman, uh, she, she almost got mugged and she had to, uh, fight this, uh, this woman, uh, that wasn't in her right mind because she wanted her money. So I, that's kind of a bummer, uh, and I hated to hear about that after the concert. But uh, Detroit's still a kind of dangerous place, even though it's a little bit more cleaned up, a little bit more touristy in the downtown area. You still got to watch your, you got to watch yourself. I mean, we were walking uh, <laughs> through the crowd at the end, and uh, oh yeah, I'll say this before I get to that point. My buddy wanted to leave to beat the traffic, right? So I'm like, well, let's see what the next last song is. Because, like, look, who knows if they'll ever be together, if they can make this happen and keep it together for as long as they have with this tour. Um, so we got to get every kind of ounce, every bit of magic we can. And he wanted to leave early, and I understand that. He's It was past his bedtime because it was, like, uh, past 1 o'clock. And... uh but I, I'm like, no, let's let's stay, and and you know, see if they come back on the stage and, and do a couple more songs. And yeah, I did. They did a few more songs, and one of the last ones was uh, one of the last ones was uh, "Welcome to the Jungle," and uh, that was uh, top notch. Um, I thought they would have come out singing "Welcome to the Jungle" in the beginning, but no, that that was, man, even up to the end, it was the same amount of power and. 
And uh, it was just, man, Axel was, was on the money. Good for him, man. He, I could see it in the man's eyes. He wanted to entertain. He wanted to, to really give, give it and, and bring it. And he, he certainly did, man. And uh, um, so we're, we're leaving after this awesome, uh, you know, a uh, little uh, ballad, I think, that he did. I, I, can't, I don't know. If, uh, I don't think it was Don't Cry. I think what song it was. Might have been November Rain, but it was one where Axel was playing the piano, and it was, it was pretty awesome. It might have been Don't Cry. Gosh, it was just so great. I don't want to lose the memory of how awesome that concert was, and just being alive and present in that moment. Anyway, we left. And when we were leaving, don't going down the, the packed hallway, it was just tons of people. And, and this is what I'm talking about. you got to be alert of your surroundings, people bumping into you so you don't get robbed, someone try to, you know, pickpocket you. Anyway, this guy was walking across in front of us at an angle. He had a beer in his hand. He could tell he had a few. And here comes this big old cart. And the guy, <laughs> he goes, this cart goes right in front of this dude, and he like, boom, he just whiffs it he just like boom it falls down like almost right over the cart like i don't know why they were trying to get a cart across these this the whole you know five or six aisles of people stampeding through the hallway but it, it almost we pretty much wiped out there and i'm like yeah i could tell already that the guy wasn't quite with it didn't quite know what, where he was going but um after that, yeah, after that, uh, we left, and, uh, you know, it took us a little while to get out of there, out of the parking lot, and uh, what was a bummer is that the guy, at the, uh, when we were leaving, you had to put in dollar bills, one at a time, to pay for your parking. Like, you, he couldn't take tens. He had to take one at a time, and he had to reinsert them again and again, because the machine wouldn't take it, and the guy kept asking, you have another bill, you have another bill. So yeah, they have to uh, they have to uh, do some maintenance on those parking meters in the garages, uh, so it's a little bit more efficient. Um, that's about all I got for you guys. Uh, after that, we drove, and halfway home, uh, our buddies called us, say, "Hey, can you give us a ride?" And we're like, "No, we're we're too tired. <laughs> we're halfway. We're almost home." They had to get an Uber. Uber home. We felt bad about it, but. It was a whole big incident with them. but uh, So in summary, that was a magical concert. Even though we got in there a little bit late and we, were, uh, we, were, we, were, uh, we thought there was some kind of third act, but there wasn't. Alice in Chains was, was amazing. They sounded like they did on the album. And uh, guys, what a great opening act. Alice in Chains for the opening act of Guns N' Roses. That's just amazing as it is. And then him going on and Axel going on and Slash going on, performing like they did. Uh, slash Side note, Slash also performed the Godfather song. Um, slash was really feeling it. He just, he was top notch with his solo. I mean, you could tell he was just, they were just feeding off each other. Duff, Axel, the drummer, they hit every note, hit every beat perfectly. God bless them, man. That that was uh, 
that made me, that made me uh, believe in the dream again. So I'm going to wrap it up at that. I try to make it a little bit more exciting than the, 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 written, uh, the written review. Um, I will say this at the end. Uh, I wasn't uh, a Guns N' Roses fan starting out when I was a kid, but my, 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 my buddy, uh, um, who has to remain uh, anonymous right now, he got me, got, me to, got me listening to them, and I became a fan through him uh, when we were growing up. And um, it just brought back all those memories of kind of uh, chilling out in the uh, clubhouse that we made full of wood uh, beds, bunk beds, and uh, with all, he put a whole bunch of uh, uh, posters of his favorite bands up, and I put, like, my Ghostbuster poster up, poster up, and all the posters up of the stuff that we liked, and he had his Guns N' Roses poster of, like, Axel and Slash and all that, and it just brought back the good memories of, of the 80s, and the late 80s, of when that was really getting big, and uh, how that how they kind of changed music in a way, um, right before uh, the grunge era, and uh, that was kind of, in a way, at it, it was at its peak, and uh, especially Terminator Two, Terminator Two, that was a game changer for me, and hearing "You Could Be Mine," just an amazing, uh, amazing song to an amazing movie, and. Uh, that is about all I have to say about that, unless I think of something else later. <laughs> but till then, uh, long days, pleasant nights, and uh, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you could be mine. I'm not gay. Cocaine gun, you get nothing done.